Blog Talk Radio.
God, we hear your calling. We hear your calling. We hear your calling, Jesus. Can you hear the voice of the Lord? I hear you calling. Oh, you're calling. I hear you calling me. Yes, you are. I hear your voice calling me by name. Oh, you are. And I'm ready for you. Help me say it. Hear you calling. Come Can you hear the voice of the Lord?
Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people to tell them what thus says the Lord. I do not take it for granted, God, and I pray that you get the glory out of every word that is spoken out of my mouth, God. May my words be pleasing unto you, God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for everybody that's present on tonight. I thank you for everybody that's present on the phone lines as well as present online or online through the podcast. I thank you for them on tonight. And I give you glory, and I give you honor, and I give you praise for what you're about to say through me on tonight, what you're about to do through me on tonight. You get the total praise on tonight. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. And as I always say, I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from Psalms 105, verses 14 and 15. Again, that's Psalms 105, verses 14 and 15. And I will read it from the Amplified and the Message Bible. First, the Amplified. He allowed no man to oppress them. He rebuked kings for their sake, saying, Do not touch my anointed ones and do my prophets no harm. From the Message Bible it says, He permitted no one to abuse them. He told kings to keep their hands off. Don't you dare lay a hand on my anointed. Don't don't hurt a hair on their heads. Don't hurt a hair on the heads of my prophets. Okay, allow me to read verse 14 from the Amplified one more time. It says, he allowed no man to oppress them. He rebuked kings for their sake. Did you know that God rebukes kings? Think about it. God rebukes kings. You know I like to make you think on politifier. Think, what are kings? What are kings? They are people in high places of authority. Kings are kings are people in high places of authority. And while we may not have any kings on the throne here in America, we do have unfair bosses in high places of authority. We do have unfair judges and crooked politicians in her places of authority. And God says he will rebuke them for your sake. And God says he will rebuke them for your sake. You're so used to defending yourself that you think there is no other way. You're so used to defending yourself that you think that there is no other way. But God, God says you no longer, you no longer have to go into your job ready to defend yourself. Somebody you no longer have to go into your job ready to defend yourself. I will defend you. God says, I will defend you. When you go into the courtroom, you don't have to be ready to represent yourself. You may have a lawyer, but God says, I will be your advocate. Advocate. I will be your lawyer within your lawyer. God says, I will be your lawyer 
within your lawyer. Tonight's message, no self-defense needed. That's the title of tonight's message, no self-defense needed. Why? Because God himself is your defense. You don't, you don't, you don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to do it yourself. That's for all, all of you that so used to doing it yourself. You don't have to do it yourself. He will tell you what to say in the courtroom. He will tell you what to say in the courtroom. And I love this scripture in every translation. It says, when they drag you into their meeting places or into police courts and before judges, don't worry about defending yourself. See, I told you, don't worry about defending yourself. What you will say or how you will say it, the right words will be there. Somebody, when you need it, the right words will be there. The right words will be there. The Holy Spirit will give you the right words when the time comes. Somebody, the Holy Spirit will give you the right words when the time comes. Stop worrying about it. Luke 12, there's Luke 12, verses 11 and 12 from the Message Bible. So that means that you don't have to show up with an attitude. Oh, yes, I'm coming for you. I know you show up with an attitude. You don't have to show up with an attitude ready to go off on those that you see as enemies. You don't have to open your mouth and say anything. As a matter of fact, God says you don't have to open your mouth and say anything unless you are asked to speak. You know, like in a courtroom, if they ask you to speak, then speak. But don't be at your job just running off at the mouth, defending yourself, or think you're defending yourself. God says you don't have to open your mouth and say anything unless you're asked to speak. Otherwise, be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to become angry. James 1 and 19, NIV. Be quick to listen to the Holy Spirit. That's what you're listening for. Or, or should I say that's who you're listening for. Be quick to listen to the Holy Spirit. Remember, the Holy Spirit is called Counselor. He's called the Counselor for a reason. So let him counsel you. Just slow your roll and calm down. Listen to the Holy Spirit and let him counsel you. He's called Advocate. So let him do his job. It's not even your job at this point. Let him do his job. And speak up for you. This John 14, verse 26 from the Amplified Bible. He is the one who will inwardly rebuke those in high places. He is the one that will inwardly rebuke those in high places who are using their authority in in an abusive manner against you. Those in high places who are using their authority against you, unfair bosses, Crooked judges, whoever it is that's using their authority in an abusive manner against you, the Holy Spirit is the one that's going to inwardly rebuke them. First, the rebuke would be inward, giving them a chance to repent, to change. Then it will become public if need be. The perfect example would be King David. The perfect example would be King David. God sent a prophet to King David to rebuke him, and his rebuke was public. Even though what he did, what King did, what King David did, 
he he did it in secret. His rebuke was public. When he had Uriah, one of his own soldiers, killed on the battlefield, that was him. How many of y'all know that that was him abusing his authority? He was the king, so he knew, he knew, King David knew that he could give the order to have this man killed. Then he took his wife to be his wife, further abusing his authority. You know, some people just go too far. They don't know when to stop. He, When he, he had him killed, there was more than enough right there, too much. Then on top of all of that, he took his wife to be his wife, further abusing his authority just because he knew he, knew he could. And some people do things just because they knew they could. And so the Lord sent Nathan, the prophet, to David. He came to him and said, there were two men in a city. I like how he set him up with this parable. There were two men in a city, one rich and the other poor. The rich man had a very large number of flocks and herds, but the poor man had nothing but one little lamb, which he had purchased and nurtured. And it grew up together with him and his children. It ate his food, drank from his cup, it lay in his arms, and was like a daughter to him. Now a traveler, a visitor, came to the rich man, and to avoid taking one of his own flock or herd to prepare a meal for the traveler who had come to him, he took the poor man's lamb and prepared it for his guests. This was David's response to the parable. Then David burned with anger. Then David's anger burned intensely against the man. And he said to, to Nathan, as, as the Lord lives, this man who has done this deserves to die. That's the way it is. We can't never see what we do, but we can see what somebody else does. Somebody else says we can't never see what we ourselves do, but we can always see it on somebody else. And that's the way King David was in this particular situation. Then David's anger burned intensely against the man. And he said to Nathan, as the Lord lives, this man who has done this deserves to die. He shall make restitution for the lamb four times as much as the lamb was worth because he did this thing. Listen to this part. Now think about what he had done. Because he did this thing and had no compassion. Then Nathan said to David, you are the man. Mm. Thus says says the Lord, the God of Israel, I anointed you as king over Israel, and I spared you from the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house and and put your master's wives in your care and under your protection, and gave you the house, royal destiny of Israel and of Judah. And if that had been too little, I would have given you much more. Why have you despised the word of the Lord by doing evil in his sight? You have scrubbed down Uriah the Hittite with the sword and have taken his wife to be your wife. You have killed him with the sword of the Amalekite. Now, therefore, the sword shall never depart, never depart from your house because you have despised me 
and have taken the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your wife. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will stir up evil against you from your own household, and I will take your wives before your eyes and give them to your companions. And he will he will lie with your wives in broad daylight. He rebuked him publicly. This was this was he, his rebuke was public because the Lord was going to have this done in broad daylight. Indeed, you did it secretly, but I will do this thing before all Israel and in broad daylight. David said to Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said to David, the Lord has also, the Lord also has allowed your sin to pass without further punishment. You shall not die. You shall not die. Second Samuel 12 verses 1 through 13 from the Amplified. Beloved, and all of that, what I'm trying to get you to see tonight is this. If God would rebuke David, if God would rebuke David, a king that he himself chose and anointed, see 1 Samuel 16, if you want to read about when he chose him and the first time that he was anointed. If God would rebuke David, a king that he himself chose and anointed, what makes you he won't rebuke that unfair boss? That crooked judge or whoever it is that's oppressing you, that's abusing their authority they have over you. Thankfully, David repented. Thankfully, David repented. He was smart enough to repent. That's how we got Psalms 51. Psalms 51 is a king repenting before the Lord. Psalms 51 is powerful. Psalms 51 is a king repenting before the Lord after being rebuked and asking the Lord to create create in him a clean heart. So no need to defend yourself. Again, no need to defend yourself. No self-defense needed. Just remember this from tonight forward, that God rebukes kings for your sake. You ought to look in the mirror and say to yourself, when people you know are in high places are coming up against you because they know they have the authority and they know that they have the right way to do it, you ought to look yourself in the mirror. If you got to take a break on your job and go in the bathroom and look yourself in the mirror and remember that God rebukes kings for your sake. Those who are in high places of authority, God rebukes them for your sake. So I want you to take tonight's foundational text scriptures in prayer. Take these scriptures in prayer. Shut your mouth and take these scriptures in prayer before the Lord, reminding him of what he said in Psalms 105, verses 14 and 15, from the Amplified and from the Message Bible. And if you don't have a physical copy of these translations, that's okay. I want you to download the version app, the version app. U Y O U version V E R S I N U version app and look at these look at the tonight foundation of text in the amplified A M P and the Message Bible again tonight's foundational scriptures that I want you to look at that I want you to take in prayer if you're struggling with what the subject matter is tonight shut your mouth because you you don't need to defend yourself you're making it worse listen. For the Holy Spirit 
and pray these scriptures back to the Lord and remind him that he said that he will rebuke kings for your sake because he don't like nobody touching touching his anointed, doing his prophet's harm. He don't like that. So whether you're a prophet or not, if you're in God, you're anointed some type of way. So that still applies to you. Take these scriptures in prayer. Now let's pray. Father God, we thank you for rebuking kings for our sake. Tonight we understand that no one is seated so high in authority that they are out of your reach, out of your sight. You see how unfair somebody's boss is being to them. You see how that judge never shows compassion, not even for the truth. You see how oppressed, how abused some of us feel. Help us, Father. We wait upon you. This battle is yours. So we shed our mouths listening for the Holy Spirit. So we shed our mouths listening for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, speak, Lord, speak, and we shall receive. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes tonight's message, but at this point, if you're not saved, but you know you want to be and you're serious about it, hear your instructions. Listen carefully. If you want to be saved, acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority, and majesty as God, recognizing his power, his authority and his his majesty is God. You you need to acknowledge that and confess it with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. If you do this, the Bible says that you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in his justification that he is being made right being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God. And with the mouth, he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation. There's Romans 10, verses 9 and 10 from the Amplified. There's Romans 10, verses 9 and 10 from the Amplified. If you feel led, to sow to give on tonight, do so. You can do so by going to paypal.me slash prolificfire. Paypal.me slash prolificfire. What I love about PayPal is not just here in the States, but it's internationally. So if you listen to my voice in another country and you feel led to sow, please do so. And I pray that the Lord give it back to you 36 100 fold, wherever you need it the most, according to your faith, be it unto you. Matthew 9, 29. Or you can use the cash app right here in the United States. It's a dollar symbol in the ministry's name, which is Prolific Fire. The P in Prolific is capital. The, the, the F in Fire is capital. Prolific Fire written all together. Dollar symbol in the front. You can find me on Twitter, Prolific Fire, on Instagram at Property Safety, like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. If you need prayer, because I no longer open the phone lines here on Philippi Fire, the Holy Spirit told me to do it one-on-one because the subject matters are always so real right here on Philippi Fire because our vision statement is 
prolific fire seeking to help you where you hurt, which means, which simply means that we deal with real issues using the Bible as a reference. The Bible will always be a reference, and every subject matter will always be real because that's what the Lord anointed me to do. But the Holy Spirit made me realize that some people won't be won't be comfortable coming on air on air sharing their problems or asking for prayer or Bible consultation on the air because Polyphia is heard all over. So he led me to do it one on one. So if you're listening on listen to the sound of my voice, you know you need prayer, a Bible based consultation, feel free to call or text me at eight six five four zero eight eight six nine zero eight six five four zero eight eight six nine zero or email me at prolificfire, prolificfire at gmail.com. The email address is prolificfire at gmail.com. I only ask that you stay on subject matters. Then talk about what is concerning you, and I'm going to give you a biblical answer, however the Lord leads me. This is not a personal call. This is not for you just to talk to me. This is for you to get some answers. This is for you to receive prayer. This is for me to minister to you one-on-one and not have to do it right here on air in front of everybody. So respect that, and everything will be fine. Now, be sure to join my sister in ministry, Providence Pay, for time in prayer and encouragement. Even if you reach out to me and you get your prayer request needs met, still call back on Friday night. You don't want to miss this. You need to be in this type of atmosphere, an atmosphere of prayer and encouragement. Friday night, Faith on the Line with Prophetess Pay. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Call the same number that many of you called tonight. Thank you. 347-426-3782. I do that because some of you may be listening on a platform that you can't visibly see. You can't visibly see, like I'm sitting in front of a computer. I can still see the numbers and all of that. You may not be on Blog Talk Radio physically where you can see all of that, so I'm just telling you, but it will be up on my social media site. On my social media, you will see it. The number is 347-426-3782. Join Prophetess Paid then for Faith on the Line and also if you enjoy, if you enjoy the way the Lord leads her to minister, also join her on Fire next Monday as she will be ministering. However, the Holy Spirit leads her. Same night, time, and place. I look forward to my sister ministering. However, the Lord leads. Until then, everybody, have an awesome night in the Lord. If you need something from the Lord, don't hesitate to reach out. Reach out at the number that I gave. It will be up. On all my social media immediately following this service. Tell God be the glory. I'm out.